Want to get smarter about investing? Then tune in to the Capital Ideas podcast from Capital Group, home of American Funds Distributors, Inc., one of the world's leading asset managers. Learn from portfolio managers with decades of experience by listening to the Capital Ideas podcast today. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. And I remember my first pair of Cooperalls. I'd been asking my mom and dad for months because everybody had them. And then for my 11th birthday, I unwrapped them. And it was the most beautiful pair of royal blue Cooperalls from J&J Sports and the Golden Mile that I started crying. So I don't know where those Cooperalls are, but I, I remember my first pair like it was yesterday, and it was the greatest thing in the world. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. It's hour two, coming in hot. I got to tell you, we are live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino. Beautiful Sutina Nation here in Calgary, Calgary's entertainment destination. And we are talking sports. It's been very busy. In hour one, we were joined by Canadian and Calgary football legend Tony Spalatini, restaurateur to the stars, and Stuart Grimson, the Grim Reaper, joining us also from Nashville. We roll into hour two. We've got our very good friend Doug Dirks here, uh, CBC fame, just overall a tremendous broadcaster. And welcome to the program again, Doug. Great nice to, to be, see you. Great to be here, Rod. Uh, you know, you had Stu Grimson on. Uh, I've got a quick story about Stu Grimson. Let us have it. Back in the day when I did a, a nationally syndicated uh, radio uh, hockey show, Stu Grimson, as you know, a tremendous fighter, uh, one of the top pugilists in the NHL. Also, shockingly to me, back in those days, one of the brightest people I'd ever met as well. Right. One of the most quotable. And, you know, <laughs> talk about dispelling stereotypes. A- after I interviewed Stu Grimson for the first time, he was one of my go-to guys. Oh, yeah, of course. And he's nice. He's yeah. good looking. He's tough. He's, he's a lawyer. He's smart. Yeah. I'm like, when anybody says God created us all equal, I'm like, you haven't <laughs> met Stu Grimson yet. Right. We're not all equal. So the beautiful thing about Doug is he can talk National Hockey League, Canadian Football League, National Football League, whatever you want. He can play the game however you want to play it. So we kind of put to bed last night's um, happenings. Uh, but although we can, I can talk about that. World Series last night's down to a best of three. Yeah. And our poll question today is for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Should Christian Javier have been pulled after six innings with a no-hitter on the go? No. You don't think so, huh? No. I voted yes, he should have. Why? Why would you pull a guy? It's about the win. I understand that, but he, but the you know the, here's the thing about pitchers these days. They're all on pitch counts. I get that. And you're thinking ahead, maybe we're going to need him down the road at some point if, if game seven happens, and maybe he can go on short rest for a couple innings. But, but come on. I mean, he was dominant up until that point. And so... Was he ready to come out? I don't know. Back in the day, as you know, pitchers would have wrestled the manager to the ground if they'd taken them out after six innings. But right. I understand what they're what the thinking is to get the win and to even up that series. But uh, he was looking pretty good at right until they pulled him. Well, that's what's wonderful about sports is the debate, obviously. <laughs> and I, in, in the sake of the win, yes, regular yeah. season game, I would probably vote no. So there's that. So thank you, Doug, for jumping on that. <laughs> um, we're going to get to the Canadian Football League stuff. I've been told this morning by a CFL source that on Friday, 
they will be announcing the halftime act for the Grey Cup Championship game, which is in now 17 days from Mosaic Stadium in Regina. So before we turn our attention to the 13 NHL games tonight and whatever else, Doug, do you have a take on these upcoming semifinals this weekend and the halftime act story? Well, uh, yeah, the halftime act, we talked about this off air a little bit. Uh, We're not sure who it's going to be, but it perhaps might be another American artist and uh, you know no disrespect to the American artists but this is the Canadian Football League and and I think there's more than enough talent in this country that uh, if you're trying to promote the Canadian Football League why wouldn't you have a Canadian performing during the halftime show but I'm not the one doing the hiring and I'm not the one trying to boost the ratings so that's just my opinion but we're both Canadians and longtime <laughs> CFL fans I'd like to think that we have an opinion uh, there, a good friend of ours I don't mind saying it Ryan Pollock longtime public relations guy for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders and also a junior hockey coach. He's off doing his own thing now, but he tweeted very simply, Luke Combs. And that's a cryptic message to everybody that it will be Luke Combs. Listen, I apologize. I had to look him up. I'm an old-time country music guy. Waylon, Willie, you know what I mean? Even George Strait's new to me, and he's 70. Uh, So Luke Combs, I had no idea, but he's from North Carolina, I looked up, and you said you have a problem with that, and I have a problem with that. If that's well, I mean, it's, it's not so much a problem, but, but you know, Rod, we've covered so many great cup games over the years that uh, we've seen some, you know, fantastic American talent. But, uh, I mean, if you're going for a name, it's one thing. I get that, right? You're trying to draw eyeballs to the TV set, so, of course, you're going you're gonna to try and hold the viewers through that halftime show and maximize the return on your, uh, your advertiser's investment. I understand that. But there are enough big Canadian acts, I think, that you could do something similar to that. Now, the question is, are they available? Can you afford them? And will they do it? Those are, you know, those are all the trump cards, I guess. Those are the wrinkles that I think the CFL deals with that, for instance, the Super Bowl and the NFL would not. But Jeff, the Stamps fan, writes in and says, does the Super Bowl have to have an American performer? No. No, but the thing is, they had the weekend two years ago when Tampa Bay won it, and he's Canadian. You said it. We got enough acts here that we don't need to go in good ones. But could the CFL afford the weekend? I don't know what he was paid to to perform at the halftime show uh, at the Super Bowl, but I would imagine uh, it could be uh, over the salary cap in the CFL. Well, I'm... I do want to talk. We, we should be talking about the games. <laughs> right. We should. But I'll just say this. Justin Bieber, 2012. Yeah. I was there. You were probably there because yeah. the Stamps were in it. Right. He did it for free. It's not like, he, they, can't, it's not like they, they can't afford to do those kind of things as well. Yeah. Well, it's great. Pub, man. It's the most watched or was the most right. watched Canadian television program yearly. Now I think it's the Super Bowl. And then the other was, and this is where I have the problem with the, how toxic some things have become with the CFL. Alessia Cara performed in Edmonton in 2018. Again, I was there, and she got so ripped from neck to navel, she's like, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> from the fans that didn't like right. her outfit, didn't like right. her set. Right. It's like, yeah. what a world, Doug. What a world we live in. Well, and that's the thing, too, right? I mean, you have to, I guess they have to weigh uh, the advantages and disadvantages to performing during any uh, halftime show, whether it's the Super Bowl or the, uh, or the Grey Cup. Um, and, and as you mentioned, Justin Bieber, of course, doing it for, for free. Uh, what about the, you know, the social capital that you're gaining? It's not just about the dollars for some of the top acts. It's also about you know, driving their social media uh, platforms and everything else that goes with it. So, uh, you know, too bad for Alessia Cara, but... I guess that happens. Yeah. Well, it's, again, it's just not like it used to be. I'll spend, I didn't talk about the all-star voting flub, but I will because one of the viewers 
And to be honest, there's a lot of football people around the Gray Eagle. You've been here enough over the years. Mm-hmm. I say this about the Gray Eagle. They love the Flames. They Sorry, they like the Flames. <laughs> they love the Stampeders. Right. Uh, seriously. Sure. Yeah, and uh, so they're all talking this morning about the CFL announced the Division All-Stars yesterday right. and then had to rescind the announcement because of a tabulation. It's not completely unheard of. We had it in a U.S. election, right, Lee? <laughs> We're not allowed to talk about that, but John in Edmonton says lots of play. Did you have a point on that? or No. Okay. I'm staying away from that one. All right. <laughs> lots of players in the CFL are not happy that they're not getting the bonus, and their all-star status has been removed. Not a good look for the CFL. My immediate thought on that when I heard it was, can you imagine the behind-the-scenes conversations? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's not, yeah, from a public relations standpoint. Not just the players, of course, being upset, but it just doesn't look good on the league. And, I, I mean, I don't know what was at the core of that issue, but uh, you, you, those, there's certain things you have to get right and you can't afford to get wrong, and this is one of them, of course, because uh, nobody wins in this case, obviously, literally, and, that, and it becomes a big public relations issue. We should be talking about the games, right? Anything that takes away from the games is a negative, especially for the Canadian Football League right now when you've got, you know, the World Series undergo underway, the NHL is happening, uh, the Toronto Raptors and the NBA. I mean, th- this is that time of year where you're fighting for attention, and, and this isn't the kind of attention that you want. And that's my point. I promised I would not spend the day banging away on the CFL for their own flubs that have taken away from this weekend's playoff games, and I'm going to stay true to my word and move to this. Uh, over 90% of our voters yesterday in the Daily Poll said the West semifinals, the game of the week. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Calgary at BC, yeah. Jake Mayer versus Nathan Rourke. Right. Hey, things changed a lot, Doug, since we last talked. Bo Levi was a starting quarterback the last time we were together. <laughs> yes, he was. And we may see him this weekend as well. Yeah. You just never know what's going to happen in this game. Uh, you know, a lot of people talking about the fact that this game is is in BC. Uh, at BC, you know, uh, the Lions are the home team, of course. But if you look at the weather here in Calgary over the last few days and the forecast for the weekend, I, I would wa- wager to guess that you know ninety percent of the Stampeders perhaps would like the home field advantage but it, this is going to be the great equalizer when you're playing indoors in a dome at this time of year. Uh, we've covered enough of these games to know that uh, you know everything goes out the window when you're playing outdoors at this time of year with the weather that we've seen here. If it's minus 15 degrees and snowing heavily, uh, you know, all bets are off, literally and figuratively. And in this case, at least the game is going to be under controlled conditions. Uh, it'll be good for TV. It'll be great for the players, great for the fans. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing how this well, uh, unfolds. It sounds great. They say that the upper deck is being open because of ticket sales at That's BC Play. It is absolutely yeah. great news. And the thing is, you talk about the weather here and so forth. For whatever reason, I, I blame cutbacks in the media. It's not as big a deal as it used to. But how about right. those old Calgary Sask battles here on these <laughs> semifinals and finals? Right, absolutely. Massive. Huge. Massive huge. weekends. And, yeah, and, and you know what? I'm, I, I mean, I have to say, uh, following the league like you have for so many years, uh, attendance was not great this year at McMahon Stadium. There were some games that were pretty thin uh, compared to, to, to previous years. And Edmonton was a disaster again this year. I mean, they haven't won a game at home in, what, two years now? And, uh, and that's obviously hurting their attendance. Saskatchewan is always uh, going to be, you know, the, one of the one of the – the portals for the league and Winnipeg is doing well, but you know, these games, they need to draw well. So it's nice to see that there's going to be a, a good crowd in BC. I would suspect, and you know, I don't want to do an ad for the airlines here, but you've got some, you know, smaller airlines now that are flying into Vancouver and very uh, favorable 
prices on flights, I would suspect you're going to see a large Calgary Stampeder contingent at that game this weekend. Boy, I hope you're right. That would be cool. Now, to the breakdown of the game, and I think you heard us say Tony Spalatini was here last hour. It was awesome chatting with Tony. Oh, sure. He's got the stamps to win, Doug, shockingly. I wouldn't be surprised if the Calgary Stampeders <laughs> won the game. I mean, sure, BC you know, had an advantage during the course of the season, but there, was, there were some very close games. They came down to you know, the last couple of series in, in a couple of those games as well. High-scoring games, a lot of offense. Um, you know, both teams seem to be peaking at the right time, perhaps, or at least playing some of their best football. Uh, I, honestly, I think this one's a toss-up. I would not be surprised to see the Stampeders win this game at all. I think it is a toss-up. And, and by the way, here's a cue up for our viewers. Next segment, we'll get into the National Hockey League because it's just been a wonderful start to the season. We're in week four of the regular year, and there are 13 games tonight, including the Predators here in Calgary and New Jersey's at the Oilers. And the Leafs won last night, so we'll get into all of that. That seems to be breaking news this year. But the line, from what I see, last I read, was BC favored by 2.5 at home. That's basically a toss-up. Oh, absolutely. Right? If it's less than a field goal, yeah. I mean, it, 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 and it wouldn't surprise me if it came down to that at the end of this game. Either way. Uh, John in Edmonton says, Rod, are you flying to BC for the game on Saturday? Uh, no, that's a hard no. You misunderstood, Doug. He's <laughs> suggesting you do. You hey, listen. There are deals out there. I'm not going to name the airlines, but uh, you know there there are deals. What's out the cheapest? There. What'd you see? Well, you know, listen. I, I okay, okay. I'm going to name an airline here. Lynx. Uh, I flew okay. Lynx actually in Ontario to Hamilton last weekend. The plane was a half full. And I think we paid 500 bucks all in for two of us. And I, wow. and I, and I think they've got another sale on going on right now to Vancouver. So I, I think you can get there for a couple hundred bucks. That's not. Wow. That, you're quite a pitch man, Doug. Well, <laughs> if anybody from Lynx Airlines. <laughs> yeah, it was, well, I'm looking up flights from Fort Lauderdale to Las Vegas in December for cause 17 days until I'll be back there. Well, doesn't Southwest have, yeah, I think well, have a sale can, on, too? 96 bucks, I think I could get returned. <laughs> right. But to the Eastern semifinal, right. I was not overly concerned that only 8% of our viewers said that's the game of the week. Oh, yeah. That's an Eastern Canadian thing. But it's a big game. I would think it'll be a big crowd of Montreal, Hamilton at Montreal. Yeah. I, well, you hope so. I mean, it's um, – right, uh, listen, uh, unless there is a huge upset, I, I can't see a team from the West not winning the Great Cup in Regina in 17 days from now. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, we've seen it in the past before. I mean, it, all, it could come down to the weather again. We don't know what the weather's going to be like at Mosaic Stadium, uh, you know, at the, towards the end of November. So whoever comes out of the East, you can't write them off. But uh, I would be shocked if it wasn't one of the Western teams you know, that win this Great Cup. Funny you say that. Um, did you go to the 2017 Great Cup in Ottawa, the Snow Globe, Calgary, uh, Toronto? Yes, I was at that one. Yeah, absolutely. Was that as much fun as it looked on TV? <laughs> Just from a Des- atmosphere. Okay, describe. Yeah, yeah. What's your definition of fun? It was different, <laughs> that's for sure. And, and being down on the field after the game was uh, was unusual as well. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, God, I, I think back to some of these the Calgary Edmonton games, you know, playoff games back in the day when I first started at uh, CBC Calgary in, in the early '90s. And uh, and it was you know, the, I mean, I got frostbite doing my on camera after yeah. one game. I took my hat off because I was younger and, uh, and obviously vain, took my hat off for about 30 <laughs> seconds, one take, and I still have uh, frostbite on this right ear whenever it's cold. Wow. That reminds me of that, that Western final back in the day. Isn't that amazing? Look at the stories this guy has. <laughs> well, the reason I asked was 
I learned from a legendary radio guy, Jim Jerome, that does a lot of Grey Cup right. events, which I ended up doing a lot of Grey Cup events. Go to the Grey Cup, but don't stay for the game. Because on a Saturday, <laughs> the airports are empty. Right. Everybody's there already. And if you're there for the game, you're trapped until Tuesday or Wednesday. Right. And I'm like, Jim, you're not as dumb as you look. <laughs> so Ottawa, I flew in, emceed all my events, right. and then I was gone home, and I watched the game on TV. And that's oh, when look Shania at you. came in on the sled dog. In, in comfort. While it was we perfect. Were, yeah. I'll do it every – I'll be watching this year's Grey Cup from Boca Raton, Florida. <laughs> it's, the, it's the best thing. I'm glad to hear you say that it was fun, even though yeah. the Stamps didn't win that one. That was a – yeah but, I was, yeah, but I was happy for Henry Burris, so, you know, it's all relative. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. We'll be back with all hockey talk next, so get your questions ready, everybody, across the National Hockey League. Doug Dirks is with us, legendary broadcaster across this nation, and we got Gino DePali in the house. Right, Gino? Give us a wave. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Medicine Hat Tigers fame. It's the RP Show on Game Plus Television, YouTube, live and on the radio on your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. New York Fries is a proud member of the Calgary community. And to give back, they're hosting free public skating opportunities at ice rinks around Calgary. Open to families and the general public in support for Kids Sport Calgary. Visit FamilySkateYYC.com for a full list of times and locations. Presented by New York Fries. Want to get smarter about investing? Then tune in to the Capital Ideas podcast from Capital Group, home of American Funds Distributors, Inc., one of the world's leading asset managers. Each week, we bring you stock market outlooks, macroeconomic updates, and investment strategies that can help you succeed. Learn from portfolio managers with decades of experience about how they navigate uncertain markets. Prepare to be engaged, enlightened, and entertained by listening to the Capital Ideas Podcast today. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We are live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination, and the stage bar specifically is where we're at. Your number one source for game day uh, entertainment. Doug Dirks is here, and on the way, Gino DiPaoli a little later on. It is a game day in Calgary, the uh, Flames home tonight to the Nashville Predators. And, Doug, I want your take, by the way, if you don't mind, because it's Calgary. Sure. I've been here now over a year. I really get the under. Everybody's got a take on the Flames. (laughs) Sure, they do. So I want yours. Because, you know, a few things have happened here, Rod, in the last six months or so. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting because when Matthew Kachuk wanted out, went to Florida, and you had uh, Johnny Hockey going to Columbus, I mean, everybody, the sky was falling, right? That was chicken little time for the Calgary Flames. But Brad Trilliving, the general manager, I mean, he went out and got, uh, you know, Huberto and Uyghur from Florida in exchange for Kachuk. And, uh, you know, I mean, he's made some great moves. He signed Nazem Kadri as a free agent. 
agent who's off to a tremendous start with the Calgary Flames. So I don't hear a lot of talk right now about about losing uh, Johnny Gaudreau and Matthew Kachuk. Uh, and there seems to be a lot of optimism, even though the Flames have lost the last two, including a, you know, a disastrous third period implosion the other night against the Seattle Kraken at home. But, uh, you know, this is a work in progress. I think, I think with the changes they, that they made during the offseason, we're eight games in. You, you have to be patient. So I know you don't mind answering questions from the viewers. That's what we do here. Right. So um, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll bring them as they come in. I'm okay. not done on the Flames, but Ryan is watching in Saratoga, New York, and he says, question for Rod and Doug. Are the New Jersey Devils for real? They've won seven of eight, right. including a shutout win against the defending Stanley Cup champion. Well, Colorado doesn't look like themselves for one. Right. And it's still early, of That's course. That's my yeah. point. We're at the That's 10 right. game mark. Yeah. And a lot of people, a lot of people like the Devils, actually. And, and, and a lot of the pundits, you know, and uh, of course, you know, Opinions are like armpits. Everyone has them, of course. And most stink. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I mean, it's a long season. We'll see if the Devils are for real. But, uh, you know, these points that they're picking up in October and early November are just as valuable as the ones that you pick up in uh, in February and March. So, uh, you know, good on them for the start that they've had. And, and I think a lot of people like them long term. So, so uh, work in progress, like I said, like the Calgary Flames, but uh, trending in, a, in the nice direction. Well, Ryan, you tell me what you like about the New Jersey Devils. I haven't seen them play live at all. And to be honest, Doug, where they're situated, we don't see them a lot on television. Yeah, right? so exactly. Unless they're playing one of the Canadian teams. Uh, yeah. Unless they're playing the Leafs uh, on Saturday night or the Montreal Canadiens. We don't get to see the, the Devils a lot unless you go out and you know search them out specifically online on, on NHL.com or somewhere along those lines. But, uh, but you know, watching the, the highlights every night, uh, yeah, they've, they've done some good things and, and they're showing some well, promise. I think they're pretty... Young. I think we can all agree right. on that. And we've we've had guys... Hey, remember, Clark, we were asking who was the uh, live NHL or current NHLers we've had on the air. We forgot about Cam Severson. We had Cam on the air, pride of Norquay, Saskatchewan. But... Or Damon, sorry, Cam's his brother. Damon Severson, yeah. But they, they're young. Like, I had the New York Rangers, I said, Doug, was the of fourth course, team in sure. the NHL yesterday. And they're like, oh, the Devils are ahead of the Rangers. Yeah. The Rangers have been building. They went to the conference sure. finals last yeah. year. New Jersey's just kind of come out of nowhere. Right. And I'm wondering. And it's a long season. Right? And you, you look at it. You look at a team like the Rangers with the with the way they've been built. Uh, the goaltending seems to be okay. Obviously, they've got some great uh, goaltending. They've got some excellent veterans as well. The pieces all appear to be in place for the Rangers. Um, and, and as you mentioned, the Devils are young, and so it's a learning process, right? And over the course of an 82 game schedule, you would think that the veterans on the Rangers are going to manage that better than a young team. So. How's it going to play out? You know, come let's let's talk about this. Uh, you know, in late December as opposed to at the beginning of November. Ted in Red Deer says, "Would you guys agree that a good start doesn't necessarily mean a successful season, but a bad start makes it a very hard uh, slog through the season?" Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's a good point. As I mentioned, you know, these points you're getting now are just as valuable as the ones that you're getting later in the season. But if you fall behind the eight ball early, trying to make it up, there's so much parity in the, in the NHL these days, and some of these divisions are so tight that if you get behind early in the season, it's hard to to catch up because you've got the divisional games that, that become so much more important. You 
know, those four-point games. And, you know, then, then you're starting to look at the schedule going, look, we can't afford to lose this one. We have to win this one. And you need, and in some cases, you need to put together like a seven- or an eight-game winning streak. And that can be difficult, right, given the grind of the NHL schedule, uh, unless, unless, you know, you're building in the right direction. So, yeah, don't, don't fall behind early because it's, it's a long, tough slog. Every day I watch SportsCenter and got to remind myself that it is early in the season because right. everybody's making all these uh, overreactions and yeah. cast coaches being fired. And I just think about the orders last year. I said this the other day, Doug. It was yeah. that same season where Jim Matheson and Leon got in that spat, remember? Why right. are you sure. so pissy, Leon? Yeah. They ended up in the Final Four. Yeah, and they're legit, obviously. I mean, you know, they yeah. made some changes in the offseason as well. And, uh, you know, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, when you have two of those players, two of the top players in the world, you're going to be fine. I know I know. there's a bunch of, there's a lot of panic to, to a certain degree, and, and some of it is, you know, media-generated, obviously, here in Calgary. And the fans are questioning Jonathan Huberto. He's only got the one goal and five points, and he's struggled on five and five. And Daryl Sutter, you know, said he's got to pick up his pace. He's got to play at a faster level than he has so far in the season. And, and Huberto has acknowledged that, yes, he needs to be better. But again, he's got new line mates, right? He had 115 points last year in Florida, 85 assists. That's not a fluke. I don't care who you're playing with. You may see a drop up in your production depending on, on who your line mates are but I don't think you go from 115 points to 40 in one season when you're in your late 20s. Well this is a fun chat. Uh, so on the Devils lastly Ryan says I admit it's a little early to tell but as a Devils fan I'm very excited that sure. they're stacking wins this early. Yeah. You're looking at it Ryan exactly the right way. Jennifer from the Four Seasons says I guess we will see if they're against, if they are against the Oil tonight. Go Oilers! <laughs> Pittsburgh seems to always start out slow. Once they get going, hard to stop. The Penguins have lost six in a row, including a 6-3 loss to the Sabres last night. But I'm not done on the Flames. And Huberto, listen, I I told you I spent half my time in Florida. Sure. Huberto, while he's a star there and he was the longest-serving Panther, he doesn't have to answer at the grocery store or the gas station why he was minus three last night because they don't know. Right. So I think Hubie... He's Canadian. He's from you know yeah. Eastern Canada, so right. he, he gets it. But this is new to him, Doug. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I think you're, you, you've hit it on the head because he could blend in. I'm sure he wasn't getting accosted at Starbucks on his way to the rink yeah. uh, practice every day as he was wearing shorts and a you know and a golf shirt on his way to practice in Florida. But but uh, yeah, again, I, I, you know he was a star when he was young, uh, and he's had a terrific season last year. Was it a fluke? I don't think you have 115 point fluke seasons is he going to feel more pressure absolutely is there are there going to be more questions for the media here in calgary than there were in florida yes uh are you going to have the national media writing columns about you your struggles uh not just here in calgary but across the country of course you are but would you rather be in calgary answering those questions or toronto or montreal i would suspect that jonathan huberto would prefer to be in calgary (laughs) answering those questions than he would be in toronto because i mean yes the spotlight is bright here but it's not nearly as bright as it would be in toronto or montreal all i'm saying to the viewers not to you is that it is early because i go to those games at fla live arena right they're not the hugest crowd. No. Um, and I think the people that are watching in Florida, and we have a lot of fans down there that do, they're like, how do they, what do they think of us there in Canada? I'm like, well, <laughs> they're following what you're doing, but they wish you'd buy more tickets. <laughs> Listen, you would agree, Doug. Anytime you walk in the Saddledome, there's a zzz. 
it's a vibe. Sure, any any Canadian uh, yeah. arena, right? That's I mean, exciting. I mean, you take a look at what's ha- what's been happening in Vancouver, right? People are losing their minds in Vancouver mm. over the start that the Canucks had, and uh, and, and understandably so. And and Toronto, uh, I mean, there's been all kinds of panic as well. There was talk about. I mean, listen, when John Tortorella, the visiting coach has to defend the Toronto Maple Leafs coach in a media scrum on the day of a game, you know that you're under the media microscope. And, and, uh, and of course, Torts was great, right? He said, I hope he jams it to all but of not you. Tonight. Not tonight. <laughs> not tonight. I and, loved it. Yeah, absolutely. I and loved and it. Uh, yeah, there are times where, and, and it's interesting because Tortorella's still around. Daryl Sutter, uh, I think back to the 2004 Stanley Cup run that I covered where the Flames lost to the Tampa Bay Lightning in seven games, and those guys were the highlight of my day because, A, well, they scared the heck out of you when you were at the the media availabilities because you didn't want to be the guy that got, you know, get a tongue lashing in front of your your colleagues, but there was never a dull moment. And with Tortorella, obviously never a dull moment either. Same thing. And yeah. and uh, Shel- he knows Sheldon Keefe, and he knows that coaches are expendable. Look at what happened to Steve Nash with the Brooklyn Nets, right? W- was Steve Nash the problem uh, with that team? Apparently not. I would think not, but yeah. who goes? Uh, lastly, we have about five minutes left with Doug, but this we got a lot of viewers in Manitoba on Game Plus TV, carried by Bell MTS Cable. Telesoptic TV here in Alberta and BC. David in Winnipeg says at 5 3 and 1 for the Winnipeg Jets. Right. Doug, do you think Rick Bonus is right saying he's not happy with how they're playing compared to when Paul Maurice would handle the team? So hang on. And from Andrew, because it's a big game. Montreal's at Winnipeg tonight. Man. Sure. They want to talk about that game. Yeah. Andrew Stout, one of our viewers, writes in. He says, Salute to the Bone, which is hello, everyone. <laughs> Habs have to do something tonight as Edmondson is close to returning. I hear they have to do something by 5 Eastern today. I don't know about that, but that might be the marquee game in the NHL tonight. And I need to say salut tout le monde also because I grew up in Montreal and uh, you know went to a, a, several Stanley Cup parades back uh, when I was a kid. You're so spoiled, so yes. I know about the excitement that you're feeling right now. And So the Jets at 5-3-1. and one. Coaches will say a lot of things to try to motivate their players and their teams, of course, right? And and so I kind of again, it's early as we mentioned, Rod, but I discount some of the things that coaches say because some of the stuff that they're saying in the media is as much for their players as it is for the fans and for the reporters covering the team. And so if you're trying to motivate somebody, perhaps internally, maybe that's you're, you're trying to be subtle, maybe not so subtle at times, of course. Uh, Daryl Sutter, as I mentioned here, he's a master at it, right? He, he, he has called guys out in the past when he didn't think they were performing well. And some guys need that kick in the pants and some guys need a pat on the back. So it all depends on your strategy and what you're trying to get out of those players. So, um, you know, I take everything that coach just say with a grain of salt because often I'm wondering, you know, what the motivation is and what the strategy is when it comes to dealing with the media. That's a very good point. Um, but as far as Winnipeg goes, it's an interesting situation because they are a talented team. That, They're solid for sure. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I just I had them pick to miss the playoffs based on where they were trending. Yet five, three, and one, yeah. and talent, and one of the best goalies in the National Hockey League. How big of a measuring stick is tonight's game against a Montreal team? That's let's be honest. Blown everybody's socks off so far. Yeah, the Canadians have been very surprising, right? I mean, uh, with Carey Price saying, I'm not retiring, but I'm retiring, basically, uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, goaltending was, you know, that that's what everybody was talking about in Montreal. What's it going to look like long term? Uh, and the Habs, you know, they, they had some problems early in the season, and then they started to look better. Um, so, and let's face it, whenever you've got a Montreal 
playing a team like Winnipeg or Calgary or Edmonton, whenever it's one of those games, they're just as many Habs fans as there are Jets fans uh, sometimes in these ranks. Sure. Uh, you, you go to the Saddle Dome when the Habs are in town or the Leafs are in town, or you go to the, you know, when the Oilers are even in town in Calgary, you see a lot of Oilers jerseys. It so, felt like half and half uh, did. Saturday night. Absolutely. <laughs> it becomes this whole other thing, right? Yeah. So the, the buzz is great. It's early in the season. And uh, coaches like to talk about measuring sticks, and so do players. Um, so, so we'll find out, I guess, uh, what, about well, 10 hours from now? I think there's a reason why they talk about it. It's real. Sure. Right. But it's also, but it's also. I think you know we, we get all excited about these early season games, and 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 uh, and there's a lot of hype, and there's a lot of focus on it. And is my team as good as I think they are, or are they, are they as bad as I think they are, or you know are they trending down? Are they going to need to fire the coach? Do we need to make a trade? You know, the, uh, let's face it, we're all fans. Even the reporters are fans to a certain degree, right? Uh, it, 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 people love to talk about these kind of things, but ultimately. As we've seen in the past, um, look what's happening in the World Series right now. Philadelphia Phillies, 87 wins during the regular season, right? A wild card team playing against the Houston Astros who had, what, 106 wins, 104 wins? You'd think it would be a huge mismatch, but this is the reason we watch these games is because anything can happen. And so uh, let's get excited, but let's also remember that it's only November 3rd. For the NHL, yes. Yeah. A lot of hockey is left to be played. Absolutely. Doug, it's always a pleasure when you come down. I really appreciate it, man. Rod, uh, always great being here, and I'm only 10 minutes away, so you know where to find awesome. me. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> the great Doug Dirks joining us here at Great Eagle Resort and Casino. When we return, the voice of the Tigers right here at the stage bar, Gino DiPaolo. You're watching on Game Plus TV and YouTube Live and listening on WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. All right, another very busy day on the RP Show, and a fun one they always are. And just before our next guest, a sports update from Great Eagle Resort and Casino. Game 5 of the World Series is set to go tonight as the Philadelphia Phillies host the Houston Astros. Christian Javier and Houston's bullpen combined on just the second no-hitter in World Series history and a 5 nothing win last night to tie the series 2-2. All-star Justin Verlander will get the start for the Astros as the Phillies counter with Noah Syndergaard. By the way, that is our poll question today. Should Javier have been pulled after six innings last night with a no-hitter on the go? Clark, what are they saying on Facebook? What is the body of work on that one? I, last night, 61% say no, they shouldn't have pulled him off the hill. And that includes Doug Dirks, our last guest. I say yes, it's about the wins. It's the World Series, y'all. The uh, poll is for Capital Automall. They've got dealerships all across the Canadian prairies and the state of California. And Canada's Carrie Anderson will lead her undefeated rink against fellow undefeated USA at the inaugural Pan-Continental Curling Championship in Calgary today. Anderson's rink booked Canada's ticket into the World Women's Curling Championship following her second win of the day and fifth of the event on Wednesday night. On the men's side, Canada's Brad Gushu will lead his first place rank against Australia, then New Zealand today. This sports update is for Ballers Rec Room, home of the greatest Grey Cup party on Friday, November the 18th. And today, we've confirmed coming to the event that Ballers is hosting, presented by Twisted Tea. We will be joined by World Series champion Greg Zahn and Grey Cup champion Charleston Hughes. Get your tickets at Eventbrite, and we'll see you there the Friday of Grey Cup week. 
all at Ballers Rec Room. And for the Tab House and Drive-Thru Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Okay. If we can get the camera on this very svelte, very smiley, very cheerful guy. <laughs> Gino DePauli, the voice of the Medicine Hat Tigers, joins us here at the Green Eagle. How are you doing, Gino? I'm doing great. So good to be back, Rod. It's uh, always good to have you. I, I love that it's a couch now. I'm not across you. So it's, it's, you've got the talk show feel now. I love it. It's so good. That's what we want. And it only took us 19 weeks to get it down. <laughs> I was When I came back here, I was walking through the backstage, the green room as it was. Yes. And I saw that couch. I'm like... Hmm. Let's drag that thing out onto the stage. Yes, it's worked so great. And if you're really tired, just go have a nap. Like, I might, <laughs> like it's it happens. Drop the curtains here. Uh, yeah. It's Italian day today. Tony Spalatini in hour one. Gino DiPaoli in hour two. Is there a vibrant Italian community in this town? Absolutely, there is. You go to the Calgary Italian Club. Uh, you know, if you look hard enough, you might see a few DiPaoli names scratched on the wall a little bit somewhere. Beautiful <laughs> place. And I'm surprised we we should go for Spalumbos today. Is what we should do. Yeah, we've been we, invited. We could. We've been invited. I think that's so. Gino's the voice of the Medicine Hat Tigers. They're in town to take on the Calgary Hitmen, and we can get into all of that. But listen, and whenever I hear Gino's name attached to being voice of the Tigers, what do they bring up? What do they bring up? Am I going to be driving the bus? That's the first question. That I get asked. and replacing the <laughs> dean of Western Hockey League broadcasters, Bob Ridley, and I know that down there on the radio in Atlanta, WQEE, Ryan O'Radio. Where they're the home of the River Kings hockey team. They're big hockey fans there, so they would get it. You replaced a guy that was the only voice the Medicine Head Tigers have ever known since, what, 1969? 1970. Close. Hey, that's pretty good for just off the top of your head. There's a banner, so I was reminded every day that I could see it. Yeah, well, you're in the <laughs> fairly new co-op center there. You got a great gig. Oh, it's a great gig. He's a tough. Listen, we all love Reds, of course. He's the Dina Brock. I love Reds. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Do you feel some pressure there? Uh, of course I do. I, I think there's a lot of pressure on myself and the team right now from kind of what happened last year, Rod. Obviously, it did end well for the season for the Tigers. But, man, you look at the way they've been playing right now. I think they're. They're within. They're down by a shot or up by a shot going to the third nine times out of ten, and they've never been out of a game. They haven't had. They haven't been shut out yet this year. Knock on wood. Hopefully that trend always continues in that direction. They, I think Willie has done an incredible job. Willie Desjardins. Yeah. Good Sorry task. to cut you off, but just <laughs> yeah, former coach wait. in Dallas. Yes, uh, of course. Is, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that, but no. I, I, Joe and Josh have been great as coaches, along with Jace Desjardins, his son. The video coach is a brilliant mind as well. The Macer family has actually treated me extremely well, and they've welcomed me in open arms. And they didn't have to, but they did for some reason. So <laughs> yeah, I've oh, known God. a lot of people that have worked for that team for a very long time, and they've loved it. They're very loyal so, franchise. Yeah, I'm I was, grateful. I was pretty happy uh, when you got the job. But I'll tell you, here's the funny thing about Gino. He's not afraid to speak his mind, which <laughs> in today's day and age has landed me here. But this summer, <laughs> you were calling a baseball game in Brooks. Or, oh, sorry, in Okotoks. Okotoks. And you couldn't get the windows open. It was like 37 degrees Celsius, which is like 94 Fahrenheit. It was awful. I thought you were going to die. I thought I was, too. And then I finally was able to, I think I grabbed like a screwdriver, just pried it open. I probably wrecked the air vents that, or the air that holds it's the old school ways. And Oh, yeah. It was, yeah. It was like 35 that day. It was gross. You're not still going to do baseball, are you? No, I'm done. I'm done in Okotoks completely. So I, I hung my hat, uh, thought it might come back for the summer, but it's time for somebody else to do that. And someone else to be outspoken in the foothills. Yeah, well, you were the <laughs> voice of the uh, Okotoks Oilers, and your color guy was? 
Mark Frank. Mark Frank. The great so, former medicine hat tiger, yes, Mark I, Frank. And I saw this guy. I went to the game. You graciously invited me out there. You're yes. always inviting me places and bringing me things, and it's great. And I was like, is that the same Mark Frank? He's a fairly legendary hockey guy, you know. He, I know, and he's becoming a god in Okotoks this year. Is that right? Yes, he is. Everybody loves Mark. He texted me. He was so excited when I got the job and because he was a former Tiger. He wanted me to go. He's like, you got to go to the dub, kid. You got to just go. I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm going. Good for you. I said the same thing. I know. Yeah. So a couple things. One, we do have a presentation here that we don't have our third camera. Oh, that's hot, man. Beautiful. We have a presentation here from Gino. Uh, can you tell the viewers that? what it is? Oh, it's just a, uh, a beautiful medicine hat tigers. Uh, I want to say like charcoal slash black, which is apparently your favorite color. Yeah. How did you know that? They told you that? I, I, no, I, I just, Mickey Laddick brought it for me. The uh, trainer had it. So thanks to Mick for that. And Thank for, you, Mickey. Mickey was uh, Mickey, one of the best v- trainers in the Western League, I've been told. So. Yeah, it's CCM too, by the there way. There you go. Yeah, so it's we, good, we know how to, we know how to take these stuff. If Serena's watching, what does CCM stand for? She knew what it was. Do you know what it stands for? It does stand for something. Not a clue. (laughs) And so while we're sitting here, I just want to say thanks for this. I love my junior hockey gear. I wear it all the time. Thank you, Tigers. Uh, Jeff Kabilis in Winnipeg says, congratulations to Rob Van Stone. He was named the 2022 recipient of the Bob Ridley WHL Award for Media Excellence today. A regular of this show, post-media columnist, Rob Vanson, you said you knew about this ahead of the announcement. Well, we, Bob is going, I, I know I don't want to spoil too much, but now that it's kind of news, like we shot a video at co-op place with Reds as he congratulated Rob on winning the award. So I knew for about a couple weeks that it was coming down because that's when he did it. And Reds graciously told me about what Rob's contributions are. I know Rob's a big Bron- Denver Broncos fan, so we've had a rough year, me and him, from afar watching the NFL. So... I, I, you know what? It's great. I, I was wasn't sure how this media award was going to go, where it was going to just be radio guys and or television. But I'm glad they're putting print media in there. It's a great, you know, medium of of media that sure. comes out. So, and Rob's one of the best writers in the Western League. So, why wouldn't you give it to him? They should be handing out a lot of these Bob Ridley media awards because they need a lot more media coverage of this league that we love so much. But I have a tough time year by year by year of, of finding out information on it. Troy Durrell writes in. Durrell. Oh, you know him? He works with me, yes. He's our media services manager. He writes in and says, looking handsome, Gino. That's probably because I drove him the last two days because his car is <laughs> broke down. <laughs> From my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat. Is Gino going to drive the bus as well? <laughs> That's a hard no, Christine. I can barely drive my car straight, so why would why would I? Even? It's just so good. Well, it's funny because I, I did the U.S. road trip with the Tigers, which was awesome. It was so cool. And I'm thinking, how did Reds do that? And I think I realized why he did it. Slash, he loves driving, and he's still driving now. I think I think he does once in a while. He drives limo and Mad Hat, which I think is the coolest thing ever. That. Who, who better to pick you up in medicine hats than Bob Ridley? <laughs> Why wouldn't you? And I was like, you know what? I think because there's that much more ample rate leg room driving the bus. I think that's why Rids really liked it. So maybe I'll drive the bus. Just kidding. No, that's not ever. Nobody wants that. I don't want that. People said that to me for years. I said, do you, coach, want me driving? No. They never brought it up again. Uh, exactly. By the way, thank you. Jeff the Stamps fan says, Canadian Cycle and Motor Company, CCM. From Brandon Crow, our friend from Hockey Canada. What a guy. My old roommate, Gino. 
He lives up to his Italian heritage. That man can devour a pizza. He's not wrong. <laughs> Guilty as charged. Look at this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll be back with more with Gino right after this. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Here we go. We are back live at Great Eagle Resort and Casino. As you see, the snow has fallen. It's winter time for those that maybe didn't know. And I know we have listeners on the air in Atlanta that are on the radio. They have no idea what we're talking about, but enjoy the hockey talk. That's what they tell me. We've got Gino DiPaoli here, the voice of the Tigers. And uh, one more from my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat. She says, Gino has a great voice and a wonderful giggle. How I will say that? to your cousin Christine, I think she helped me get tickets to the World Juniors that one day. Probably. And I want to say thank you, Christine. Yeah, she's a wonderful person. She's my first cousin. Come visit me in the booth if you want. Well, there you go. Come and visit. So talk about the Tigers and the season and why you're in Calgary. Uh, you said the first game at Seven Chiefs Arena is tomorrow night. Yeah. But they were supposed to play last night against Victoria. But they canceled. canceled it because the roads were absolutely terrible. I was... And I was going to come home last night, and just because I take a couple days here, because you know the girlfriend's here and can kind of make that work and work remotely as much as I can when possible. But yeah, the Central Division this year, minus the undefeated Red Deer Rebels, is still extremely wide open to me. It's three points separation from two to five. Edmonton's only got the one win, but we kind of expected that this season. After, of course, you go all win with what you did, and you get to the Memorial Cup, you win the league, you you check most of the boxes that year. But Calgary's come on strong. We saw what Riley Fiddler Schultz did against. The Prince Albert Raiders getting five goals in a game that tied or I think beat a Calgary Hitman record. Lethbridge has been on a nine-year streak of making the playoffs, so they haven't gone away either. And the Tigers are right there, along with Swift Current. I think Swift Current kind of had a slow start. They're starting to get their NHL draft picks back. Met Hat won't see the Broncos till Christmas, and I get to spend New Year's Eve in Swift Current, so can't wait. That's uh, I give you some tips on where to go. There. Yes, this is some good spots. All right, we'll do that. And it's an underrated town, especially on New Year's Eve. There you go. And the, the Tigers, I think, are just a very young, exciting, fun team to watch, and it's just taking a little bit longer to put things together because they've put in some great efforts. Uh, you look, I I don't want to bring it up too much, just because he is 14 years old, is Gavin McKenna who. Doesn't have exceptional stats, I think mostly because he's still 14, but he's an 07 this year. So kind of flirting with what maybe Connor Bedard had to deal with a couple years ago. But with uh, Caden Lindstrom and Tomas Mercik going to the U17 tournament in Langley, that starts today, actually. So for all you aficionados out there that love your hockey, go check out the U17s. That allows Gavin to come up as an emergency, and he's, he's an unreal hockey player. And I think he's got some great players that are mentors to him. We've got Brendan Lee, who's the leader in power play goals in the Western Hockey League. has been terrific on the power play. Uh, go ahead. You are going to say something. Uh, just people want to know what's up with the Red Deer Rebels jumping out to a 13-0 start. Was that expected? Yes. Well, I, I don't know if it was expected to be 13-0, but they were supposed to be good. They were right there with Edmonton at the end of the season last year in, in the Central Division. And you know what they they were built for this year. Ben King's back from the AHL. Stud. With, and yeah, 
so what I think when I did the prep for that game a couple weeks ago, I think he was playing in game 208, and he had 210 points career in the Western League. So a point per game pace. So what's the buzz? Are the Pats going to trade Connor Bedard or what? I'm I'm not allowed to talk about. <laughs> I it don't know anymore. if I I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it either. Or Why is that I? such a thing? I don't know, but I don't know the Pats. But for as an advocate for Team Chaos in the world. Let's see what happens if you do. <laughs> you could build a team for five years if you did that, could you not? <laughs> You're preaching to the choir. I've been saying all about chaos. That. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. Now, who do I think has the assets, the picks to do it? That's when it starts to trickle down. Is Cam? Does Camloops need to do that? Don't if, worry. Seattle's loaded enough. They want him. Oh, get it done. I think they're your Western um, Conference champs right now. Is Seattle? Couple things. Tune into the show Friday to find out how to win tickets to Tom Cochran at the Gray Eagle Event Center here in Calgary. Tickets still available at Ticketmaster.ca or the box office. Show up and buy them in person. Your family regulars here at Gray Eagle Events. I've seen you. Or your gal, for sure. She did. She came to the cross-dressing show. The drag show or whatever it was called. Yeah. Yeah. That. She said, is that your friend Rod? I was like, yes, that's Rod Peterson. Yeah. <laughs> He's at the drag show. It was awesome. It was fantastic. <laughs> uh, Ballers Rec Room and Twisted Tea is hosting the biggest party during Grey Cup week featuring players and the Grey Cup. Get your tickets today at eventbrite.com. And breaking news, Ballers proud to announce that Charleston Hughes and Greg Zahn will be at the party. Again, we'll be there. We'll see you. Get your tickets at eventbrite.com. A word on the Flames. You've noticed now that you're working in the Western League, and maybe it was no different than in the AJ. You don't get to watch as much NHL hockey as no. you like because you're working or traveling. But the Flames trying to snap a two-game slide tonight against the Preds. What's the outlook? I think they're back on track. I think they'll, they'll, they'll find a way to get it done this way. You, you had a rude awakening that it's not going to be easy when you lose to Seattle 5-4, to four, and you should have won that game. But they've been at home too much. They need to get out on the road. Their schedule has been very home-heavy so far. Great that you're home every night, but I think you need to get away a little bit and just kind of set in and get to your bonding. Huberto, Uyghur, Kadri, I know they're all close already, but get, a, get away from here. And it's snowing. Get away from here. Let's yeah, it's here. a monster, what is that, eight-game homestand to open the well, season? Was they eight of their first ten are at home? And yeah, they, haven't left, they haven't left the province of Alberta yet because they played, they played Edmonton and, Personally, I've loved it, but that's just me. That's fair. Uh, CFL Division Weekend. I know that you're not the biggest CFL guy, <laughs> but you like Bo. I am, oh, I loved Bo. I, uh, Last have, minute of play. We have our stories. <laughs> yes, you do. That, I, and I'm going to hold claim to fame if that's like my legacy with Bo Levi Mitchell. <laughs> For our listeners, Gino passed gas in a studio just before Bo came in. In to his, his chair. In his chair on the radio station. And did Bo look at you and say, did you fart? He, he was not happy. He was not happy. How about that? I mean, he was, he was fine oh, at the beginning, no. but at the end when he knew he was leaving, he looked, he's like, he gave me like the, sh- the head shake, right? I was like, don't pass gas in a radio studio, dude. No the air is fairly dead. So... Luckily, I don't work at our station all the time now. Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Gino, thanks for the gifts, man. You are the best, and you're continuing it's well, in Okotoks, but happy that you're happy. Well, well, I think we might see you Friday. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, bud. Thank you, sir. Uh, yes, tomorrow, Tom Cochran live here. Former Stampeder John Bender as we look ahead to NFL weekend and CFL. Thanks to Doug Dirk, Tony Spolatini, Juno Grimmer, and Lee. See you tomorrow.
Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.